You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, the talk giant of North Alabama. Glad you're here. News talk on WVNN is always interesting, but we like it best on Right Side Radio. We are solid, conservative, and just plain right. Time right now is 3.07 p.m. Hey, I, I got to tell you guys real quick uh, before we go into the next segment about uh, my folks over at uh, etaxbreaks.com. I was talking to them just this morning, as a matter of fact. And, and, and they are, I believe, seeing the impact of, of advertising on Right Side Radio because they've got this website page land, set up called etaxbreaks.com forward slash right side. They're an organization that literally can help you as a business owner find like over 3,000 different government programs you may qualify for that just pay you money for existing as a business the way you chose to run your business. Like where did you put your business? Who did you hire? Did you make it through the pandemic? Did you survive a natural disaster as a business? All these things. There's cash and tax credit incentives that are out there available to your business, and etaxbreaks.com can help you find them. That's etaxbreaks.com forward slash right side. Tell them that we sent you. I think you'll be pleased. Hey, listen, um, so a lot going on in the news, and what you just heard a minute ago, by the way, was very interesting. And so, you know, I just had uh, I just had somebody, my mom, okay, I'll just, I'll just go ahead and say it. Stepmom just, uh, just texted me, Granny Ram just texted me. And said, hey, remember this, when your father was finance director, because my dad was the finance director for Fob James, one of his things was he began to try and bring some accountability to state property, and he was not very popular because of it. And I do recall, I mean, when you ruffle the feathers and you, and you shine a light on where did the money go, uh, it makes people mad. Um, and and I'm, I'm glad that Rob Holbert uh, down at uh, Lanyap has been writing these articles, because if you get what I said a minute ago, Copper, did you hear it? He's written two articles, and that as soon as he wrote them, within weeks, the UA system changed what they were doing. I mean, that's that's significant. Man, shameless. <laughs> well, at the very least, they owned up to it and changed what they were doing, so that's good. Um, but uh, it, it, we, we saw this last year at uh, the Alabama Policy Institute, where I am also uh, do a lot of work. API, we call it, API, uh, literally uh, did a report at the request of the Senate pro tem, uh, Del Mar. She called and said, I need some outside research. And we said, okay, what you got? And, and, he, and he said, literally, uh, he wanted somebody to write and do the research on uh, what was going on with our State Department of Labor and how they were keeping people out of work, like making it so easy not to come back to work. And so we did. We did a complete legal research, uh, uh, an analytical analysis. We, we, we had footnoted paperwork. We put it together in about four or five days. We gave that report to uh, Senator Marsh. I, I met him for breakfast, gave him the report, explained to him what all the details were. He took the report. He went straight to Montgomery with it, I believe that same day, and he handed it to uh, Secretary Washington, who is a secretary of Alabama's Department of Labor. And the next day, the Department of Labor changed its policies. Mm. And oh, by the way, a few months later, API won a national award for, for doing that. It's amazing what happens when you'll do the research, put together a well-thought-out, cogent analysis of what you find, and when it shines a light on things, there are people that will actually make the change. And, and I think that's important. I mean, Copper, it's, it's your tax dollars, right? You're, you're a taxpayer. You're a tax dollars. 
yeah, you're right. Some people would would play it down or lie and say they didn't do those things, and it's good they did change. Well, it is good they changed, and, and, and I'm, I'm glad of it, but I'm also glad it was reported. Um, hey, listen, I'm going to open the phone lines for a few minutes. We got uh, Secretary of State John Merrill calling in at the bottom of the hour, uh, going to talk about these Texas Democrats, but 866-494-9866, what do you think about Texas Democrats bailing? I mean, like hopping on a bus as a group. Apparently, COVID did not matter because they chose not to wear any masks. They were having a big lark and got out of town. 866-494-9866. If you want to provide your commentary on what you think about the Democrats in Texas bailing on being there to debate good, honest legislation. So let me tell you something. Real people get elected. All right. I was one. Eight years in the Alabama State Senate. Real people get elected. So that means, you know, like real people get sick sometimes and they can't be there. Or real people have a, a job because in the state legislatures, it's part-time, believe it or not. I took a lot of time away from my law practice to go do what I felt like I was supposed to do, which was be a state senator. You just do. But real people have occasional conflicts. Real people in large groups do not have a sudden conflict and get up and leave the job all at one time and refuse to be there to do what they were elected to do. And I made the comment earlier. So I, 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 was, I was talking to Copper on the air. There was this, this, uh, a young Democrat from um, Texas, a, a legislator, who was on with Pete Hexeth from Fox last night, and, and Pete was wearing him out. And, and to his credit, he was trying to hold his own, and he got to where he was trying to basically retort back and just say, well, what do you think, Pete? Well, Pete said, well, I'm not the one being interviewed here. You are. And all said and done, at one point, the guy says to Pete Hegseth, so what really happened is when Donald Trump lost, well, now they want to change all the laws because they don't like the way elections are being run and they want to make it easier to get Donald Trump back in. They cannot accept losing. So here's my point to that. They lost. If the people of Texas wanted a Republican majority, well, they got it. And the Democrats lost that election in terms of having a majority. If in due time, the Democrats can prevail at the elections and, and win back those seats, well, then, okay, great. But that's what it's going to take. But just bailing on the job that you're supposed to be there for because it's uncomfortable for you because now you're in the minority, well, guess what? You lost. Accept it. And that is uh, what's happening right now with Texas is is unacceptable. 866-494-9866. Call in. Tell us what you think. Tell us whether you think the Democrats need to get on a plane and get their raggedy selves back down to Texas and do their job. Or if you're okay with it, call and tell me why you're okay with it. I would love to know because I never minded debating a bill with someone who truly believed in their opposite position as long as they were willing to debate. I did not win every vote when I was in the, the state Senate. Love to say I had a perfect record, but there were times when I was battling for something that didn't happen. Sometimes it was behind the scenes battle, didn't happen. Sometimes it was out there actually on the floor of the Senate, didn't happen. Sometimes it was a bill that I cared about that went down to the House after passing the Senate and still didn't happen. That, that's okay. That's part of the process. Some of the best bills I saw took two and three and four years to pass. I mean, if you get down to it, there were things that we did when I got elected in 2010, when the Republicans first took control of the legislature after 136 years that technically took 136 years to be able to do. Got to play that long game, y'all. But all said and done, 
If you believe in something, go fight for it. Getting on a bus and leaving town is the coward's way out. There is no honor in saying, well, we just refuse to be a part of the process. You were elected to be part of the process, you bunch of rubes. Get on the bus and get back to the state house and do what you're supposed to do. You know what's interesting about Texas is their legislature only meets every other year. I mean, they have a finite amount of time to work in, and they're going to take a time in the middle of a session to go to D.C. for the love. I mean, they, they have got nothing. Copper, tell me what you're thinking because because I'm I'm just I'm running out of air on this thing. I think it's more foreboding than that. I think they would like for everyone to not take them seriously and think of them as cowards and running away. I think they're not running away. They're specifically going and running to Biden to the federal government, trying to get them to bludgeon Texas into doing what they want. Oh, interesting point. They would like us not to take them seriously because they want big government to slowly take more and more control away from the states. Well, so I have a mental image when you said that. and I'm going to go back to your true point. But the first thing I got was a mental image of uh, the bully picks on somebody so they run and hide behind mommy's apron. That's what what it feels like has happened Mm. here. We're not getting what we want, so we're going to D.C. to hang out with President Biden and Vice President Harris. That's what it feels like, just me talking. But I think what you're saying, though, is you're right. What they're really hoping is going to happen is they're going to, they're going to go up there, they're going to have these forums, they're going to have these meetings, and they're going to uh, be able to convince um, uh, literally somebody in D.C. that what they need to do is just trample on the Tenth Amendment. And just, know what you're saying, Copper, just literally say states' rights don't matter? Yeah, I think they're playing the long game. Well, I think they're trying to. I think you're right. It's sort of like them trying to pack the court and you know change things in, in every perspective. What they're trying to do is change the way we operate. Well, folks, if you're not familiar, we have this thing called the Constitution. Well, I think I'm speaking to, I'm, I'm preaching to the choir, and I know it. But, but the reality is the Tenth Amendment to the U.S. Constitution says that whatsoever is not otherwise empowered to the federal government is devolved to the states. And, and those states have a, a, a vested right in the, in the well-being and the care of their own citizenry. And, and by the way, the Constitution, if I'm not mistaken, goes on to say that the question of voting is conducted and established by the state legislatures, not by the federal government. I think they're going to have a hard road to hoe if they're really going to try and trample on this. And that's what they tried to do. Copper, you saw that uh, not long ago. They were trying to pass that H.R. 1, I believe, in D.C., and it was awful. And, 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 and truthfully, uh, if it ever passed, it would be the end of voting as we know it today. Well, Copper, go ahead and cue up that, uh, that soft break. Uh, we'll go ahead and get some music playing. We'll be working our way towards the bottom of the hour. I'm looking forward to hearing what Secretary of State John Merrill has to say. And folks, listen, one of the things they're, they're resisting in, in, in the whole Texas debacle that we've got right now is, is are things that we already did in Alabama and yet we had record turnout at our polls in this past election cycle. Uh, how about that? So I look forward to hearing Secretary John Merrill uh, at the bottom of the hour. We'll have a few minutes we come back from the break. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM. This is Right Side Radio, where we are solid, conservative, and just plain right. I'm your host, Phil Williams, and I'll be right back.
770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. This is the News Talk Giant of North Alabama, and we are pleased to have the biggest show in North Alabama's afternoons. Phil Williams, host of Right Side Radio. The time right now is 324. Hey, listen, if you want to advertise on Right Side Radio, you might be listening going, dude, that's a, that show's got it going on, which we like to think we do. But all said and done, if you want to advertise your business on Right Side Radio, just go to rightsideradio.org. And you'll find the information on there. Just call my friend Bobby. He's taking care of all that. Rightsideradio.org is where you can also find everything about our show, you know, uh, excerpts from previous shows, the reading list I told you about, just good stuff. So anyway, check it out. Hey, uh, we were having a discussion before we went to the break. I'm going to leave the phones open for a minute. I know somebody called in. They had to get off during the break. But 866-494-9866, if you want to tell me what you think about Democrats leaving the Texas State Capitol, and trying to totally avoid doing what they were elected to do, call and tell me what you think. 866-494-9866. At the bottom of the hour, we come back from the next break, we're going to have Secretary of State John Merrill, who's going to be on, and talk to us about the fact that what they're doing in Texas, what they're trying to do, is actually um, what Alabama already does. And we're doing a darn good job of it. And ain't nobody died. And the state is still here. And oh, by the way, even with voter ID and everything else, we had record turnout at the polls during a pandemic. Thank you very much. So all said and done, uh, there's a lot to unpack in this story. Now, the interesting thing is part of the dynamic of this story is that even without the Democrats being present, the Texas uh, Senate passed the Republican-backed voting reform bill last night. They passed it. Now, I don't have in front of me right now whether the Texas House is going to be able to do so because I think they're still missing their quorum. But the Texas Senate went ahead and passed it, and it is poised and ready for final passage at this point. And it was a party-line vote, but I'll say this. 18-4 to 4 vote in the Texas State Senate. There were Democrats that showed up in the state Senate to make the quorum to take the bill to a vote, knowing full well they didn't have the votes for final passage, but they also recognized they had a job to do. So in my opinion, at that point, kudos to the eight state Senate Democrats in Texas who, who, who chose to show up, and, and, and thank you. Thank you for doing what you were elected to do in that particular state. Now, there's, there's plenty going on uh, in this entire story, but, but some of the things are the myths around this story. So listen, all this bill does is, is pretty benign. There's, no, there's nothing in here that, that really hurts anybody. It, it, it does things like require video surveillance at the counting and tracking devices installed on the electronic devices that they use to count the ballots. And then, oh, by the way, it, it does say that you would have to have poll watching systems in place with poll watchers from both parties. And then mail-in voting would have re- renewed scrutiny where you would have to put on there the last four digits of your social security number or a driver's license number or something else to make yourself known. We got a couple minutes left, though, and I see we have Ryan from Huntsville online too right now. I'm gonna go ahead and take this, Ryan from Huntsville. What do you think about these Texas Democrats? What's your view? Uh, we, we all we all know it's uh, it's politics, it's unethical. But I want to know who paid for their charter flights. Where is that money coming from? Oh, that's an interesting question. That's so all. you're saying basically who paid for the bus and the plane uh, that they partied on uh, all the way to D.C. That's that's a great question. What do, you, what do you think, though? I mean, should they just get on that bus and plane and make their way back to Texas, or do you care? They need to come back. I mean, they, they, they were uh, they were uh, elected to do a job, even if it's uh, 
you know, for something that they don't want to do. Um, it's, uh, it's totally just very frustrating, you. you know. And then we have the vice president come out and say, you know, they're cor- she was correlating their actions to Frederick Douglass and suffragettes, you know, just playing to one side. And half of America, when they hear her say that, you know, it's it's all politics. If this was flipped and it was on the other side, it would be national news on MS. And oh, they just it, it, it would don't like Absolutely. getting not getting their way, you know. Well, man, so. hey Ryan, thanks for the call, and you're spot on. I mean, I think you I think you and I are in the same sheet on this one, uh, and 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 that's exactly right. If the tables were flipped and this was a bunch of Republicans that chose to bail on the state, and by the way, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere up north, Wisconsin or someplace, there was a situation where there were a Republican group that left the state and chose not to be there for the vote, and I thought that was cowardly. I have been down in, Mo- in Montgomery when there were some awful, awful fights on the Senate floor. And when I say fights, uh, nobody actually threw a fist while I was there, although it has happened before. But, but all said and done, there were some moments where we were literally going at it. And I'm talking folks yelling at each other and it getting, getting into a ruckus. But we stayed on the Senate floor and we got it done. And if a bill doesn't make it to the floor, it's one thing. But once it does, you've got to face it down or vote it up. You don't have a choice to go another direction. If you know how to use the procedures and you can procedurally move your way through it, great, good on you. But all said and done, you're elected and paid to do a job. Go do your freaking job, Texas Democrats. Hey, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, Phil Williams on Right Side Radio. We are solid conservative and just plain right. And we'll be right back after this. This is News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. 